Welcome to the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeons Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Chalmers, a shoulder and elbow surgeon at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Before we get started, I should mention that the views expressed in the podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeons Society, the University of Utah, the University of any of our guests. Today, we're going to talk about National Shoulder and Elbow Week. And to discuss, we have Dr. Anthony Miniashi as a guest. Dr. Miniashi is at the, at the Cleveland Clinic, and he also serves as the chair of the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeons Foundation. Dr. Miniachi, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Peter. It's really an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. Well, I think I speak on behalf of all of our membership when I say thank you for your service leading our foundation. Tell us a little bit about how National Shoulder and Elbow Week, how did this come about? How does it fit into your plans for the foundation? Yeah, so it, it uh, has gradually evolved uh, with the work of a number of people uh, at the foundation over the last number of years. And the whole idea was uh, we, we tried to figure out, you know, who the foundation was, what we were trying to do, and how we were going to get there. And one of the things we realized that we have uh, multiple constituencies. We have our members, obviously, which, is, which we all understand, and we have our strategic partners. But we also have a large constituency of patients who come to us for their care and we take care of them, and, but are also interested in some of the things we do in research and education and in the betterment of their outcomes uh, for care. So that uh, we wanted to do something which brought all of those constituencies together so that the, we, wanted to, we wanted to bring our strategic partners, our members and our patients and personnel involved in, the, in uh, providing shoulder and elbow care and put them in one place so that uh, we could celebrate their care, celebrate uh, the past research and, and successes, and as well support some of the new things coming forward. So that that so we thought that uh, setting up uh, a national shoulder and elbow week to uh, celebrate that would be a good idea. And uh, what we'd like to do is really reach out into the community of uh, shoulder and elbow surgeons out there uh, who are members of uh, ASES, but also uh, reach out to the people that they treat, to the uh, uh, personnel that they're involved with, and bring them together in those communities to uh, celebrate this and to fundraise to help with this. And so that a lot of the, the initiatives that we're doing uh, really will go back to uh, help some of those communities so that uh, uh, the funds that are raised will uh, be useful for things like educational uh, initiatives, research initiatives, or anything that improves patient outcomes in that community and that uh, those people who organize these uh, events can uh, apply for some of those funds uh, through the uh, uh, ASES Foundation. I love the way that you frame it as both the way that we can celebrate what we've accomplished then and also to fundraise so that we can in the future maybe reach even greater heights. Tell us about some of the ways you picture us celebrating our accomplishments or maybe some of the things that in the past we've really helped people with. Well, so, you know, uh, I have been a shoulder and elbow surgeon now for, for greater than 25 years. And I can tell you that some of the things that I do today weren't even around when uh, I started my practice and training uh, during my fellowship. So, you know, just one example is uh, reverse shoulder arthroplasty. Uh, back, uh, you know, 20 years ago when it was uh, being done in Europe and not even being done in North America, uh, you know, we didn't have that option for a lot of complex problems. And now we're to the point where it's become a very accepted and uh, the research has been uh, done 
has been fantastic. And we're learning more and more about how to treat those kind of patients. So we have a solution now for a problem that we didn't know how to treat 20 years ago. So that, that that's sort of one of the examples. Um, and, and then, you know, there's also some of the things uh, that uh, we are, we're very proud of at ASES. Uh, we've established many uh, multi-center uh, groups to, uh, to answer certain problems in arthritis, in arthritis in young patients, in infections in joints. And we're all working collectively towards this, but uh, those type of studies, which require multiple centers and a lot of uh, individuals require a lot of funding. And so some of the funds we're trying to raise are to support some of those multi-center trials uh, uh, amongst all of our colleagues to improve patient care, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, just a great example of something the ASCS is doing that's really helped. So for instance, I mean, we had Anthony, I'm sorry, we had um, Andy Jawa on the, uh, on the podcast just recently, and he was telling us about the ways in which the findings from his multi-center study on acromial fractures that he arranged through the ASCS and how that changed his practice and changed his thinking about that important complication of reverse total shoulder arthroplasty. Some of the, you mentioned that these are funds that can be applied for for the future. Yeah. Certainly, um, would this support things like the NEAR Award or the Rockwood Award, or are these even new grants and new funding initiatives? Yeah, so so those are existing grants that we have for our members for things. And so the whole idea behind this is to really reach out to the community. I didn't want this to be just specific grants that uh, only a few people can get to. I want this uh, to be able to reach out to our community of surgeons and patients and healthcare personnel out there. So that if they work, they do the stuff, they can see the money come back into their community so that uh, uh, perhaps I need uh, uh, something in my center that I can't get, uh, whether it's related to patient outcomes or whether it's a, a research personnel or whether it's an educational event that would help. If I organize something in my center, I would like to be able to get some of those funds. And so that uh, I really would like for the community of orthopedic uh, shoulder and elbow surgeons to benefit from this type of event and have the patients who come to these events locally uh, see that uh, their uh, their generosities, uh, their involvement actually comes back to help their local. So now tell us what, what week of the year is Shoulder and Elbow Week and um, what how are you how how are we organizing this this year? I know it's a new thing. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and thanks very much for inviting us because this is the first time this is ever being uh, done so that uh, uh, whenever you do something new, you're always nervous about uh, how things are going off so that uh, we uh, decided that uh, we were going to do this slowly. Uh, we, we have five sites uh, and we have some great uh, local organizing committees. This year, it's going to be the third week of September. Every year will be National Shoulder and Elbow Week, okay? So that uh, this year, we decided on five sites and it's going to be Tampa, Atlanta, Nashville, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Now, the beautiful thing about this is that, uh, uh, like I said, I wanted this to be inclusive and bringing our communities of surgeons and patients together so that these are nonpartisan, uh, so that uh, in each of the centers, you have surgeons working even at competing institutions working together to organize these events. And uh, what we're what we're doing is, is that each of the local events are doing something totally different. So I know that uh, 
in Nashville, they're doing a bourbon whiskey tasting uh, event. Uh, I know that in San Francisco, they have uh, something at, at the Yacht Club on the water with some with uh, some wine tasting. And uh, so that each site has decided to do a local flavor for their event. Uh, and uh, any of the funds that are raised obviously come through the foundation, but then those those individuals that have been involved in uh, organizing and participating in that local event then are, can apply for uh, loans. And we've encouraged uh, not only the, the uh, shoulder and elbow surgeons, but also the healthcare personnel, so that the therapists, the nurses that they work with to be involved in these events, as well as uh, their patients, bringing their patients to these events. We want everybody to be involved. And then we've asked uh, for support and involvement uh, from our strategic partners as well. I love that each different place is doing their own little thing, yes. their own little local flavor. Um, tell us a little bit now, what does the future hold? What If that's this year, what what is, what? is how do we take that and then make that in next year? So like I said, this is our first year so that uh, we're being fairly conservative, wanted to start, uh, we felt five sites was manageable uh, because obviously whenever you do something new, you're gonna learn a lot about the process and. Uh, Hopefully we don't make too many mistakes, but uh, for sure we're going to learn some things that are, are very good and some things that are maybe not so good so that we can learn for future years. Uh, but I can tell you the excitement amongst our members is, is huge. We already have, uh, uh, we, we decided to double it for next year so that there'll be 10 sites. And we already had people lined up to uh, wanting to do those at the different, uh, so we'll have another five different cities next year. And uh, hopefully over time, uh, any community of uh, shoulder and elbow surgeons and uh, uh, patients and uh, partners uh, can hold this in their own city during that third week of uh, September. So in it, if people want to get involved, who do they contact? Do they contact um, you? Should they contact um, Steve with the ASCS? Who, that's, what's the best way to get involved if someone says, this sounds like a great idea and I want to be part of it? Yeah, so we uh, at the, uh, so that uh, contacting the American Shoulder and Elbow Surgeon Foundation, the ASES Foundation, and uh, Steve Malodak uh, works there as well, but uh, we've also hired, uh, uh, we've had so much activity in the foundation over the last uh, uh, couple of years that we also have now a designated person with the foundation. Her name is Rosanna Kishito. So she works for the ASES Foundation. And so that uh, uh, giving her a call or, you know, I'm I'm open. Anybody that's interested in being involved, uh, please uh, send me an email or give me a call. I'm happy to uh, get them in, in the right direction. Well, this is such a cool thing that you're doing to raise awareness and such a cool thing to celebrate everything we've done together um, to um, to to improve the care of our patients and to 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 drive our field forward, I think it's what what a, one of the things that I think all of us love about the ASCS is that it has such a collegial atmosphere for all of us to work together to yeah. um, build towards a better future. So tell us a little bit. Um, what other initiatives do you have going on in the foundation? Anything else you'd like to tell us about the foundation is working on? Yeah, you know, I'd love to. Uh, so that. Uh, like I mentioned at the beginning, we, we sat back and we analyzed, you know, who are our constituents and what are the things we need we need to do to help those constituencies and understanding what we do and support some of our initiatives. Okay, so that 
our, our overall mission is to support our educational and research goals, but also some of these patient-centered type of things. So that but what we did was, so a couple years ago, when I took over as chair of the foundation, we had about eight people who were involved uh, with organizing uh, these things. And so that uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was reach out to the community of our membership to say, you know what, this is your foundation, this is your society, let's, let's get everybody involved. So we actually now have over 50 people involved in different committees that are working on different initiatives. So we have uh, a committee which is involved with our strategic partners, which is sort of our traditional way of trying to raise funds for some of these activities. And uh, but what we've done is, is that we've taken a different approach as opposed to just asking for funds. We've actually given our strategic partners the opportunity to, to tell us what they would like to see happen with their monies if they were to get involved with some philanthropic uh, activities of the uh, ASCS Foundation. And uh, so we have a whole committee uh, related to that and we've met with uh, a, a number of our partners and we have a lot of exciting uh, things that uh, uh, are coming to fruition uh, uh, with that and uh, some major gifts uh, from some of the companies that are coming. So the second constituency obviously is our membership. And uh, uh, although in the past we've had some generosity from some of our members, what I wanted to do was uh, get everybody involved with this so that and get everybody involved in a different way. So I'd like to see uh, eventually I'd like to see almost 100 percent participation so that, uh, you know, not everybody can afford to give large amounts at once. But, you know, I'm trying to sort of find ways to be able to to donate uh, small amounts weekly, monthly basis so that uh, you can help in uh, a lot of different initiatives so that. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to do through the membership committee, uh, so we have a membership-centered committee as well, is uh, to set up uh, something called the Legacy Fund. And so that I thought that it would be wonderful if we honored our founders. So, uh, so the uh, ASS was founded by a number of members. Um, and so you can find this on our website. So the foundation, uh, so we've revamped our website. You can actually go and see who our founders were. And so that if you donate, you can actually donate in the name of one of your founders, because a lot of these guys actually either trained us or trained somebody who trained us. And uh, so, and a lot of people are very interested in uh, donating in their names so that, that we already have a lot of activity on that front. So that you donate to an overall legacy fund, but in the name of somebody who may have trained you, who was one of the founders of the, uh, Society. So you can actually go and find out who all these founders were, uh, and uh, you can actually donate in their names. And those are unrestricted funds, and they will always be, th those funds will be there in perpetuity. We're only going to use them, uh, uh, the interest that's raised from those funds, so that uh, those funds will live in perpetuity. And then finally, we have this patient-centered group, uh, which is organizing this activity. Um, which is which is a big tall order over the last couple of years getting this organized, uh, just to engage more our patients uh, to understand you know their successes, what they want, what they do. So that if you actually go to the website now, you'll see that there's a lot of things that we've added to the website which are involved with education of patients in terms of rehab protocols, different types of surgical procedures that they may not have heard of or not know of, uh, different patient stories on that site. 
and uh, give them also the opportunity to be involved in that philanthropic process if they feel that uh, uh, they'd like to do so. Just to harken back, if you're listening and there's someone you don't like, I mean, the, the list of people on this founders list is incredible. I mean, Louis Bigliani, Richard, Rich Hawkins, Robert Neviser, Melvin Post, Robert Samuelson, Russell Wow. I mean, there's a huge list of, of, of giants within our field um, that you can then go on and say, I, as, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a token of that, something that person taught me at some point along the way, you could, you could, you could give to that fund. So I think that's a, that's a phenomenal idea to really feel like you're giving in honor of someone that you really want to honor. Well, I am. Um, Anything else you'd like to add about what the foundation is doing? Anything else you'd like our members to know about your efforts? No, I think, uh, you know, uh, with the COVID, obviously, it's been hard. Uh, I've been trying to communicate uh, this, but I think that uh, what I'd like them to know, and hopefully they've heard, is that, you know, the foundation is for everybody, um, not just uh, everybody to give, but also to, uh, to benefit from, so that uh, we're hoping that we're reaching out to the communities. Uh, we, we want to help uh, benefit patients and patient care and some of the research and education activities that we have. And uh, you know, I will be giving an update uh, at uh, this year's annual meeting in Tampa so that people can understand some of these and some of the other initiatives uh, that are coming uh, uh, for not only members, but for patients and for our industry partners. Well, I think I speak on behalf of um, all of our foundation or all of our society when I say thank you so much for all the work you're doing on the foundation and um, all the things that it's going to do to help us uh, in the future. Um, so um, for those 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 who are listening from home, National Shoulder and Elbow Week is the third week of September, and this is going to be the inaugural first year where we're going to be centered at five centers, and then it will grow from there. So you could contact the foundation to figure out how to get involved or how to do this locally at your center with whatever flavor you'd like. Um, thank you to Dr. Minihashi for coming on the podcast and telling us about National Shoulder and Elbow Week and about his important work with the foundation. Anything else? Yeah, so if I can, if I can put in one final plug. Please. If, uh, if our members would like to go uh, and they don't know, like I said, there's five sites this year. It's at Tampa, Atlanta, Nashville, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. So even if it's not in their center and they'd like to, to donate this year there's going to be a way actually just on your phone you can text uh, a donation and you can you can find all of the information uh, in September uh, on the ASCSF website and uh, we look forward to having a successful year so we can continue this in years to come and hopefully coming to a community near you great so even if it's not in your community you can still donate through the ASCSF website that's about all the time we have for our podcast. Thank you so much to Dr. Miniachi. For all of our Shoulder Noble listeners out there, don't forget to subscribe, and we will see you next time. Thanks very much, Peter.